two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. Coming up on the show, uh, you're going to be ticked off. Well, you might be, depending on which side of the Urban Meyer should have been fired fence you fall on. We went into a deep dive discussion, and it got a lot of people hot and bothered. We're also going to talk about a major moment in college football, what it means to Deion Sanders and company at Jackson State and also Florida State. Uh, Patrick Mahomes' brother, not so good news. He gets roasted on social media. We've got the NFL COVID wildfire that is spreading. The great Albert Breer with a mic drop moment. We've also got the prop bet monster and the usual news from Brady Quinn. We're going to get to all of that next here for you. It's two pros and a cup of joe right here. The Thursday edition Fox Sports Radio. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. So somebody in the NFL had some plans for a bright future, and somebody else said, tough nuts. We will get into all of that here coming up momentarily <laughs> from now on Fox Sports Radio. It is two Rock pros on. and a cup of Joe Tell here. what the name of the show is called again. Rock it out. Rock on, baby. <laughs> it's right, LeVar Arrington, yeah. Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox <laughs> will be here on What's FSR. What's say, Brady? <laughs> yeah. Rock on. <laughs> uh, we're going to take you uh, all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific, the iHeartRadio app hundreds of affiliates all across the country. It is going to be a fun ride over the next couple hours here on FSR. Oh, boy. Um, and, um, you know, we get right to it. Uh, the uh, Urban Meyer era in Jacksonville is a wrap. Uh, late last night, the Jaguars made the decision uh, that they were firing their first-year head coach, Urban Meyer. Uh, this, of course, uh, comes on the heels of uh, Josh Lambeau, a former kicker uh, who had, uh, you know, some uh, complaints Complaints about uh, behavior from Urban Meyer uh, said that he kicked him before a preseason game, uh, getting ready to take on the Raiders uh, in August. Uh, reported this. Uh, Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times uh, wrote about it, uh, and then uh, Josh Lambeau also uh, here he was on a, in a one-on-one interview on First Coast News in Jacksonville. I see Urban come up to me out of the corner of my eye. <laughs> he comes up to me and he says, "Hey, Dip." Another word, uh, make your effing kicks. And then proceeds to kick me right in the leg, right in the hamstring. Um, also, on the, on the leg, on the hip, that kept me out for 12 games last year. And I couldn't believe it happened. I looked up at him. I said, don't you ever kick me again. He said, if there is a source, that person's out of a job. Essentially, I don't remember the exact quote. But that was, in essence, what he said. And he can't, I don't think he can deny that. And that's what he did to me. Uh, in, in August, and it's just unacceptable to intimidate people into your narrative. And now the reason for speaking up about it is because he's trying to shut everybody else up. And he tried to shut me up once. I want to make sure it doesn't happen again. Hmm. God, can you hear that? Uh, I'll tell you what, Lavar. Uh, 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 it's uh, if that gives you any indication of where this world is at, oh, uh, where kickers can dictate things in football. Ooh. My God. Uh, and you know what's I mean, even, I'll be real with I'll you. I'll tell you what's even scarier. Uh, I didn't know rats were so athletic. What, what's <laughs> even, that's not an athlete. What's even scarier is to even talk about it is so dangerous. Like, that's the culture we live in right now. To, yeah. even, to even make light of this is, and to criticize this guy is dangerous, which is crazy to me. Like, uh, and, and listen – there will always be people that say, well, maybe the way things worked for you weren't actually correct. Maybe they should have been handled differently. 
you know, it, it, that's what makes it more legitimate is that we, we're we not as enlightened as we should be. But people like that that come out and say things like that are are truly enlightened and are truly, you know, they, they've had their illuminating experiences in their lives to be able to say, hey, don't you kick me on my hamstring again. I will not allow for you to do that. Like the day that football becomes a sport where a coach won't berate you. Like I always say, the one of the most interesting things, like I'm not one that subscribes to, you know, cursing out your your player and 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 really using, you know, tactics that are more aggressive because I always say if we were in a different profession, you wouldn't talk to me this way and you wouldn't handle things this way. But nonetheless, it's a part of the culture. And and while people will say, well, maybe the culture should change. Well, maybe some things shouldn't change. Right. Maybe some of you people that are soft serve dough should <laughs> think about doing other things. If if you can't handle a coach calling you a dip ish, right? And and you can't handle him kicking you in the back of the leg and telling you make the goddamn kick cuz that is all you're good for. And you can't you can't handle them saying that. Let me tell you something. You should hear 99% of the other stories <laughs> that are taking place between <laughs> players and coaches. If 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 you, Mr. Kicker, believe that you were violated so vilely by Urban Meyer telling you to make the kick, which by the way, you're a kicker. Like like think about this. There is only one position in football that you well two really which is the snapper which is funny because that's a special teams guy. Okay, 3. Here we go. The holder, right? Which is the guy who holds the ball for for the specialist. You have the kicker and you have the punter. Which usually the holder and punter are the same guy. <laughs> so usually the holder and punter are the same guy. We don't even we say wide receiver. We say running backs. Like like there's different there are so many different meanings to to the other positions in, in the game. While they will tell you exactly where the player may be, their their duties and their responsibilities are vast. And so when you think about a guy that comes out and he's now considered to be the representation and the voice of what was taking place with Urban Meyer in Jacksonville, I just got to be honest with y'all out there and y'all may get upset with me, you know, but that is not it that is not an accurate representation of the voice of that team. No. That is it's it's the furthest thing from an accurate re- – that man is not rescuing the rest of the team. He's not leading them to freedom out of bondage from Urban Meyer. He does not speak for the rest of that locker room. I can assure you that. I've never been on a, a team where, where that was the case, where a kicker wouldn't this. Because the, the thing is the timeline of all this. This happened in August. And yeah. you're telling me that at no point in time since then – no, nothing got an, enough play, enough role. This is, th- this is what happened. And I, and I think Shot Khan lied to everyone. Shot Khan, I think, wanted to fire Urban Meyer 
after the Ohio incident, the optics, everything else, and Agreed. maybe felt early on he made a mistake. Yep. But you know what he couldn't do? He couldn't fire him with cause. This resurfaced again. And I wouldn't be shocked if it wasn't a hit job from the inside. With all the stuff that was leaked out, coaches on the staff that I can assure you were leaking stuff, maybe even someone on the front office side with a big title, if you know what I mean. Mm. And I think this was one of those things that got whispered in the shot cons here. And they said, hey, you can get out from underneath us with cause. You don't have, like, so they could fire him. They're not going to have to pay whatever is there. Or you pay a reduced amount through a settlement. That's what this was about. They, they eventually felt like, or Shotcom must have felt like at some point they wanted to move on and they needed to figure out a way out. And they realized after the incident in Ohio, it wasn't enough. You weren't able to fire Urban Meyer with cause then. And now they got a chance to because the Josh Lambeau, this, this whole incident, which, again, the NFLPA, I, I didn't hear them make a big fuss about it. And so outside of this being reported, which happened months ago, we're now using that as cause to fire the guy? I just None of it really makes sense as far as the timeline of when this incident occurred and now the decision that they're making. It's like, did Sean, was Sean Khan just completely unaware of this as an owner? Did Josh Lambeau just decide to try to pile on now with everything else that was coming out? It just seems to be a trend. It's, I don't even care that he's a kicker who made the accusations. To, to Brady's point, none of it adds up. It doesn't make sense. So, so first of all, uh, in one of the reports, it was uh, Josh Lambeau said, uh, you know, when he kicked me, I said, don't, have, don't ever effing kick me again. All right, that's a bunch of crap. I can guarantee you he didn't say that. Secondly, well, like, it, 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 he could have been busting his balls. Urban Meyer even uh, denied uh, it afterwards. Hello. Yeah, yeah, like, of course that he is was. football like, culture. Yes, of course he and, was. And it's, it's, so when you hear this There's comment, a reason why Josh Lambeau's not there and, anymore. And, and, that has nothing to do with this incident. And, and by the way, that happened in August. He wasn't cut until a couple of months later. And you want to know why he was cut? Because he stunk out loud. He missed his first three kicks, and he missed a couple of PATs, if I'm not mistaken. And he got beat out for the job. He went to Pittsburgh, got cut again. This sounds like a guy who, who butchered his, his own performance, butchered his own job, got cut, and then all these months later wants to come out and start ratting people out and complaining because somebody was teasing him a little bit in a pregame huddle. I, I never played anywhere close to the level you guys played, but I played in high school. And this is so common. Coaches would come around and whip you in the back of your helmets with their keys. They would come around and, and pinch slap the back of your, your arm. Slap you with your like, ha- and, hand. I and mean, that happened at, at medi- mediocre high school grab football. Grab you by your face mask. I mean, Brady, miss, miss, throw an interception. Miss a couple passes during the game. What is the coach going to do? Grab you by your, your face mask. Especially like high school, college. Grab you by your face mask and be like, come on, Brady. Like, yeah, I mean, get your it, I, get your effing head in the game. Here's why. Here's why this is that part of you know all the all the media, everyone on the outside wants to get an inside scoop in the locker room. You can't handle the locker room. You can't handle it. You can't handle it. Nope. Like you can't handle really the reality of football. Nope. And don't try to come into this world of football and say, well, it needs to change or it needs. To, don't say that because there is a certain intensity. There's certain things that are being asked of these players and of these coaches that you don't understand unless you're in it. Mm -hmm. And that's the reality of it, is you can't handle it. Mm. Because when it comes down to it, I don't care if if, if it's in football or anything else, when you get to those intense moments, you start to see people acting out outside of their shell. 
But this is just us getting a peek into something that's not corporate America. It's not for social media. It's not for all of this. It's what goes on in the locker room and a brotherhood and, and this what's supposed to be a tight-knit group that clearly came unwound because of, again, probably a desire by people on the inside who didn't want to be a part of it anymore. I, I went, look, when Brett Musburger came out and we talked about it, and he said it was a professional hit job on John Gruden, it was like, okay, yeah, but he did say those things in the email. So, I mean, it's not like, you know, like, fight, what is the fireball offense for Urban Meyer? Because I just saw somebody list something on a television in which they listed all his transgressions, hired Chris Doyle as a strength coach. Okay, you got rid of him. Uh, I saw somebody the list. Guy was, oh, by the way, he didn't get rid of The guy resigned. It, because of all the after- heat. Well, right, but I'm saying he hired him because of the job that he did. And, and here's the other part about that. Are we just are we done giving people a second chance in this world? Uh, amen. Is, is that where we're at now? Like we're amen. done giving people a second chance and we can't say, well, hey, a guy might have made a mistake in the past or, you know, maybe there were some allegations, but apparently nothing's innocent until proven guilty anymore. And then are we just done giving people a second? So could Chris Doyle never coach ever in the history of his life from here on out? Like, there's a lot of players who are in defense of Chris Doyle. But, na- but now you're all of a sudden you're going to say, well, no, he can never coach again. I mean, that, that, that's, we're willing to do it in some facets where we want second chances some places and not anywhere else. You tell me how unfair that is. It's ridiculous. And you, you list off his quote unquote transgressions, hires Chris Doyle. Uh, people complain about the Tim Tebow stuff, uh, the, the stuff that happened at the bar. Yeah, it was a bad look. Is that a fireable offense? Guy made a mistake. He apologized for it. Then you get the, these rats and snakes that are in the locker room that, that, that dime him out to the NFL network. By the way, one of those reports, Marvin Jones, who was listed as the guy who walked out, talked about it and said yeah that's bs that's not how it happened we had a conversation as men that's not true we discuss something we move on i'm i'm the elder statesman in the room so that was called out and that was pointed out that it was bs brady you mentioned it earlier this week albert breers talked about it on twitter said yeah that didn't happen it's not true and then you get a report of a guy who took a little bit of teasing the wrong way and then and then all of that totals up to urban meyer losing his job let me ask you this if they've got a winning record is he getting fired no. Not happening. And if that incident in Ohio in the bar hadn't happened, is any of this a fireball offense? It's a, it's a bunch of crap. This is all crap. People that wanted to jump on him, we said it two days ago. They had an agenda coming into this. They didn't like the fact that he was in the league. They wanted him out because people were still pissed off about the way he handled his roster, whether it be at Florida and the guys that were on that team, or whatever happened with this coaching staff or the players and the characters at Ohio State. It's a bunch of crap. If Brett Musburger thinks it was a job on John Gruden what the hell do you call this <laughs> it's uh, ridiculous I'll, I'll say this and it's interesting because it's like I guess I guess uh Lambo has put himself in a uh, position to do a tell-all book you know dropping in, oh, uh, dropping yeah, in August time, oh, social, I, I wonder if a TV hey, network or the media is not gonna time. hire him oh, lifetime, yeah, yeah. Way to go. lifetime will do a, a a docu-series on the life of Lambo and 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 release that and, and here's here's what I'll say right if there was an offense, and I think I said this on the show uh, maybe yesterday, when in the locker room, when there is when there is such unrest going on with the team, the team, like to think that we're Neanderthals that don't have feelings, that 
don't know how. You know, we're not in the locker room like onga bunga, huh? Like we speak English, people. We we know how to communicate with one another. We we understand what an abusive situation feels like. We understand what what looking out for one another. And and actually, imagine this: we actually understand that with the coaching staff. We understand that with the scouts, the the media. The, the the ownership. We actually understand these things. Like there's this thing called comprehension. And I know I might sound like I'm being like a jerk or or you know condescending, but for some strange reason I just always feel weird when conversations start to go down a lane where our IQ and our mental IQ our emotional IQs now fall to the wayside. If there was if if Urban Meyer was being an aggressive, abusive person to to the degree of what this guy is saying, the team would have handled that. The team would have came to that kicker's defense and been like, "Hey, Urban, chill, bro. Chill. Like that's enough. Like we're good here." The team would have policed that situation. So to sit here and and go rogue the way that this dude did and for it to be a, a, a linchpin of sorts, to be the, the conversational point that pivots all of this towards the right direction of Urban Meyer isn't the right person for the job, look at this team's success rate as of late. Look at where this franchise currently sits in its success and, and what it's doing. You can single out Urban Meyer if you want to and say he wasn't the answer for the job. That's fine. But to try to character assassinate the man on sending him out with something as feeble as this, that's a feeble-minded person that came out with those quotes. He's feeble-minded, simple. He's a simpleton. And for that to be the representation that Jacksonville is leaning on, I I think that that tells you everything you need to know about this organization and why they can't win. Dysfunction has a way of showing its ugly-ass face in so many different ways, and now we've just seen another from a dysfunctional organization. You know what the irony is? So now Daryl Bevel takes over as their interim head coach. Shot Khan's entrusting the coaching staff that not only narked on their own head coach, or at least uh, I shouldn't say everyone. There's obviously a, a couple members in particular. But he's entrusting, like they're so upset of the lack of development for Trevor Lawrence. Who do you think was coaching him? <laughs> like who do, you, who do you think the lack of development came from? It wasn't Urban Meyer. He, you hired him as more of a CEO type. It was the staff. And so what, do you think he was standing in the way of this staff being able to do its job? He wasn't up there drawing an exercise. He doesn't have an offensive playbook. It's Daryl Bevel. It's Brian Schottenheimer. If you're upset about the lack of development of Trevor Lawrence, go look at the guys you just – one of them you just uh, hired as the interim head coach. I mean, that's the reality of this. You're turning and trusting over to a staff of coaches that if you're frustrated with the result, 
they were as big of a piece of that as anyone else. It's uh, the the whole thing is just uh, yeah, it's it's crazy. Uh, it is two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio brought to you by Discover. If you're a valued customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company, and that's why Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. Discover exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com/slash/match. Limitations apply. All right, coming up next, uh, somebody got you should burned. be ashamed of yourself, Lambo. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. I had to get that out. <laughs> all right, I'm, I'm good. Now. You good now? Yeah. All right. Uh, somebody got burned. All right. Not Urban Meyer, but somebody else got burned in the world of football yesterday. Well, I'll tell you who that is next year on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Huh, just the soothing tones of Christmas music following a... Red hot controversial segment here on two pros and a cup of Joe. I mean, uh, just uh, just feels so good, just so good. I uh, just uh, love the holidays, don't you? No. Who is this singing, by the way? This Dean it's, uh, Sinatra. Is it Corn? Right? Is that Sinatra? I thought it was uh, Dean. Sinatra. Mar- oh, who is, is it? Frank? Dean Frank Sinatra. Sinatra. Oh, Sinatra. Okay. Yeah, that's what I thought. Hey, Berto, did okay. Vicente Fernandez do any Christmas music? He had to, yeah. right? Probably, yeah. I, mean, I, remember, I, I bet you Sinatra didn't like kickers either. <laughs> Just a wild guess. <laughs> you know what's funny? Here he goes. I, I, and we're off. I, I, hey, Brady, I love how, <laughs> how sissies love to say, you've taken too many hits to your head. Like, my head is just fine. Believe you me, my, my IQ is is intact i'm 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 okay i operate you know, you know at a high competency level you should say to them you know what maybe you're right let me pound you in the head a little bit and we'll see how you how you experience that we'll see how yeah. you feel because yeah. i feel fine but let me let me let you share a little bit yeah i feel fine some of that I, I feel fine i just <laughs> i think it's so funny how in one instance you can be somebody's biggest hero like like the D-bag that sat there and, and, and says, oh, well, maybe it's the shooting at your, your restaurant. I had nothing to do with that shooting at my <laughs> restaurant. Like, I wasn't even there. I thought you were talking it, to me. It actually happened in a parking lot. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, go figure. <laughs> Somebody was shooting in front of my restaurant. Uh, me getting hits in my head. It's like, it's okay for a guy. Oh, he's a pro bowler. I want to buy his, his trader card. I want to buy his jersey. I want to I want to be so, like I want my kid to be like this guy. I, I I think this guy is amazing. And then on the other side of it, it's like you've taken too many hits to your head. Your 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 brain is oozing out of your air. Like what's wrong with you? Like guys, if 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 you don't want to listen to what we have to say, there are so many other stations that you can switch to and get watered-down versions of conversations that make you comfortable and make you feel good about yourself. This just doesn't happen to be that forum. I'm not here to try to make you feel good about yourself. I get paid to give an opinion about what it is that I see, and I gave it, and I'm actually looking at how we handle things, and I really think that we should actually be commended for giving you the truth instead of, Yep. F- you know, fluffing jobs up and yeah. and and doing like oh yeah, we should get fluffed. Th- yeah, right. Come fluff. 
Yeah. Anyways, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> be careful. Come be fluffy. Here's the problem. You can't have a different opinion than anybody, because if you do, there's something wrong with you. That's where we're at. You can't have a different opinion. I just uh, think it's, it's the, silly, the silliness of how people try to make sense of things and then go to social media and think that you can, like, it, if you were as dope as you thought you were, you would probably be sitting here and I would be sitting there and we would be having roles reversed in terms of how we interact. But just understand, you're sitting where you're sitting for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. They we're, were also probably kickers, by the way, LeVar. Hey, you know what? <laughs> I'm just I'm being honest. In, like, in, their, in their dreams, they were they probably oh, weren't even man. enough to be kickers, to oh, be honest. Man. By the way, by the way, uh, to Jonas's point, 0 for three and then five for seven from extra points. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But but yeah, but no. And then and then by the way, still was on the roster, and the only reason he got cut is because Matthew Wright hit that fifty something yard field goal in London that won the first game and they just started yep. to part ways. Then he went to Pittsburgh, got cut again, but now all of a sudden we're gonna go ahead and uh, we're going to yeah. dime out Urban don't, Meyer for pregame stretch routines. Don't let Come the on, facts dude. get in the way of your feelings now, folks. All right? It's, Sorry. It's I guess just... getting cut is going to start to be uh, a punishable offense. He cut. They cut me. Yeah. They, you know what? He came up to me in practice. He said, hey, you better use that lag to make field goals or we're going to cut you. And you know what they did, Brady? You know what they did, Jonas? They cut me. <laughs> Yeah. They, cut, the entire they primary, cut me from the team. Yeah. The primary purpose of why he's and, on the and, team. And, and, yeah. by, and by the way, if Urban Meyer was really out to physically abuse someone, and, and I loved how me, the media ran with it yesterday, an unbelievable tool job work by the media on social media. I, if Urban Meyer really was going to abuse somebody and kick them, would he really do it in pregame stretches before a preseason game? Like, right. like with everybody where everyone out there. can see. I, like, where, every, where it's out there for everyone to see. It, none of it makes sense, but because because people had an agenda coming into it. They were looking for any reason to go, oh, this is it. This is the one. Like, none of it made sense at all. It, it, this, oh, the whole thing's just mind-boggling. I, I hope Jacksonville loses every single game this season. I mean, that was you know uh, what expectation the sad thing is before about now. That? The sad thing is about that. They would still be more successful than they were a year ago without them. So no, there, I, there you go. It's I mean, just. They, they at least won double the amount of games and in 13 games. Maybe, by the way, maybe the conspiracy theory to this is, you know, they got to a point, Urban's like, well, I'm 13 games into this thing. Uh, that's about how many you play in college. Oh, I'm good. Yeah, you guys want to go your yeah. way? I'll go my separate way. <laughs> rookie wall. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, a little rookie wall. I mean, that's uh, uh, it. Just uh, this. This is crazy. All right, uh, it's uh, two pros and a cup of Joe here. And Fox moving Sports on, Radio. Uh, Lavar. Maybe some of you won't be able to move on with your lives, <laughs> but you know what? We're getting paid to move on with ours on uh, this radio show. You, how about that? You bet your sweet ass. Yeah. Uh, coming up uh, about twelve minutes from now, uh, one of the biggest knobs in all of sports. Uh, who also uh, has a close connection to one of the hottest teams in all of sports, got absolutely embarrassed, absolutely taken to the woodshed. We will give you all the juicy details to that coming up here 12 minutes from now on FSR. Uh, so we uh, spoke about somebody else getting burned. Uh, I don't know if anybody saw the uh, the hat selection process uh, for one Travis Hunter, who's uh, one of the top recruits, a cornerback uh, coming out of high Number school, two. who's making, making his decision on where he wanted to go. Everybody thought it was going to be uh, Florida State, uh, and then all of a sudden he decided, no, nah, we're going to go ahead and pass. Uh, I'm going to go up with Florida State, but I'm going to go with one of the great Florida State alums, Deion Sanders, and Jackson State ends up getting Travis Hunter, one of the top players in all of high school football. Uh, he decommitted. He will sign with Jackson State, and he is now a member of Team Sanders there. How about that? 
burn job to Florida State. It's a big deal, man. That's a that's a big deal, and it's one player, but that one player represents a historic moment. To to flip, I mean, Bray, would would you say this? I mean, it's got to possibly be the biggest flip in the history of flips in college sports. It is, but it's also a very unique scenario. You've got arguably the greatest cornerback, defensive back, however you want to phrase it, in NFL history as the head coach at an HBCU. That's the position Travis Hunter plays. So I do wonder how much of the pitch was, hey, this is what you do. I'll show you the way. I'll give you the keys. And, and I think we know this. Like, wherever you go to college now, if you're good enough, they'll find you. You know, this isn't like 20, 30 years ago where it maybe was a little bit more difficult getting film. You'd have to travel and get out there to the game, see them in person. Like, that stuff's not hard to get anymore. And so you see a lot of smaller school kids now finding their way onto NFL rosters. I mean, the last recruit that was even close to this high of a ranked player was Dominic Rogers Cromarty. Um, as, as far as like you know, where he kind of came from and everything else and, and going that route. But I, I do wonder how much of it had to do with Deion Sanders, you know, being there at Jackson State. And, and that leads me to then, well, what happens if he leaves? Mm. <laughs> I mean, like, 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 unfortunately, as big of a moment as this is for smaller schools in comparison to the group of fives and like the flip and how Florida State feels about it and all that. If, if Deion Sanders leaves to take a Power 5 job, which he almost had the TCU job this year, he was in the running for that. He's the coach of the year in his league. They're all going with him. Yeah, they're all going with him. Like, you got the transfer portal, so it looks cool and it's all good now. And, and Travis Hunter can say, hey, this is historic and I want it to be about this. But the second Deion leaves, I'm just saying, I wonder if they're all going to go with him. Yeah, they will. And, 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 and the other thing, the last thing I'll just say is, if, if the final pitch, because Deion Sanders went on with Barstool Sports, yep. and he said, we're going to shock the world, yep. all right? He knew, and this is where it gets a little bit muddy. Mm-hmm. He knew that there was an NIL deal yep. with Barstool Sports for yep. Travis Hunter. Yep. <laughs> Here's the problem with that, folks. You cannot facilitate a deal as part of a university Head coach, and you can't be a part of any part of it. And it sounds like he knew and was privy to, and given his relationship with Barstool, probably helped facilitate that deal that is quoted or reportedly in the millions. So I heard reportedly two point five during the course of his time there. Okay, it, so there you go, two point five. Two and a half. Of you get two and a half million. Jesus, well, it's opening well, up over a whole another conversation. Years. It opens up a whole nother conversation because you're 100% right with the facilitation of, of the situation. And he could say he didn't have anything to do with the facilitating of it, and, and he would be rightfully so to do that. Uh, but at the end of, end of the day, we all know that Dion has something to do with it. Yeah. I mean, of course. It, it is I what mean, it is, He works directly right? with Barstool, and he had yeah. to have went to them and said, hey, let's change the Let's do something different. Let's change the world. And, I'm, and you know Barstool. You'll sign up for that a heartbeat. Yeah. Because it gives them pub on the backside of it. Now they get direct access yep. into Deion Sanders and all that. They've already had direct access into all right. of it. I think right. they're doing like a documentary on his team. Exactly. And yeah, they've been following him around. And, and so, so that only plays into it more when you can then get 
the top or a top recruit as part of it. And so you're, you're kind of working with each other, feeding, you know, feeding each other with all of this. And that's where it's like it's hard to believe that there wasn't any prior knowledge, any, you know, any facilitating going on, uh, at least to, to entice Travis Hunter to go there. I think the interesting aspect of that in this conversational point is that everything is being dictated by Prime. Everything. Because that's all they have. What else is Jackson State going to leverage? Nothing. You're not going to leverage the historical value of the school. You're not going to leverage who came from that school. There's nothing to leverage. So when Dion went there, let me tell you something about Dion Sanders. Prime did it as about perfectly as you could possibly do it. All right. He started with Truth Youth. He basically raised his workforce. He raised them. He had them since they were kids. Then he becomes a a very, very critical f- uh, figure in launching the Under Armour All-American game. Then he's a mainstay there for all them years. He's built relationships with all the guys that are playing on Sundays now that have played on Saturdays all those years. So now he's doing it in high school level. Now he has a private school that's a high school school, and – He's getting kids of the caliber and the level that are good enough to play in the Under Armour All-American game. Oh, then he goes to college to go coach, which, by the way, he keeps his name relevant the entire time because he's been a stalwart and a mainstay in media since the beginning of the entire deal. Yeah. So now he understands the media side of it. He understands the, the connection to the communities and to the kids side of it. And he has leveraged it to the hilt. So where we're at right now, even if it's not Barstool, it's going to be Ford. It's going to be Chevy. It's going to be Subway. Discover. It's going to be Discover. Yeah. Well, go ahead. It's no, 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 I'm just saying right. it was just Discover. It's, yeah. it, there is going, this is only the tip of the iceberg in terms of the influence that Dion is going to have, it will almost virtually be impossible to tag Dion as the facilitator, even though you you know without a doubt he's the facilitator. But it's going to be so many companies that want to get into bed with what Dion is doing. And think about where we are in our culture right now, right? It's it's the underserved community that the and communities that matter. It's the social justice that matters. It's the equality that matters. So all of these companies we've been seeing looking to throw their dollars at at issues that have have now become prevalent issues being discussed in our society today, you are going to want to get that feel-good content and that story, and Dion knows it, and he's leveraging it to the hilt brilliantly by taking top, top-rated top prospects and telling them, come here, I'll get you to the league, because as you mentioned, Brady, they will find the talent, but then also on top of that, who has the connections to – to these companies like I do. These people want to represent me. They're going to want to represent you because they want to represent me. Come here and you'll get those opportunities to be able to monetize yourself as you're going through your college career. I don't have to make the deal for you. Just come play for Prime. I can guarantee you Prime Time is going to put you in the right time, in the right space to be able to get what it is that you deserve. He's going to use that every single time. Yeah, It's just a matter of how many guys are going to go for it 
And what's that going to lead to? Because if he gets too big, then now the question becomes, you made Jackson State this big off of what you're doing. What type of investigations are going to take place? Because that's always what happens, right? You have success. There's always going to be something or someone that tries to bring it down. So it's like, what ensues? Or will he be gone, as you mentioned? I mean, he might be gone. He might end up at Florida State. He might yeah. end up at one of these top Power 5 schools. It's uh, two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. Coming up next, uh, somebody in the world of sports uh, got absolutely demolished, absolutely destroyed. We'll give you all the details right here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, LeVar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern. 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Two pros and a cup of Joe here. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, oh, no. <laughs> Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Uh, we are going to get to uh, somebody who got absolutely uh, destroyed on social media yesterday. We'll get to that here. I want to let you know we are brought to you by NHTSA. It can happen easily. A few drinks become a few too many. It's time to go and you think of calling for a ride home. Now, nah, what's the worst that could happen? You get pulled over. You lose your license. You total your car. You kill someone. Drive sober or get pulled over. Paid for by NHTSA. Right now, it's time for this. Sometimes you can't get to everything in the world of sports or entertainment. Good thing the guys are here to bring you in case you missed it. And for that, we turn it over to Lee DeLapp, our executive producer, to find out. Try it again. DeLapp. One more time. DeLapp. I, oh, good job, go. Jonas. Uh, that was you. Oh, oh, I was trying to help you out there. <laughs> Racist. <laughs> uh, Lee, what do we got today? You guys, in case you missed it, Jackson Mahomes, who might be the most frequent uh, member of In Case You Missed It, uh, made it again. He went after a KC bar called SOT on his TikTok page, calling uh, it a bad experience. But they came back at him strong, saying, we're sorry you didn't reach out to us first, taking to social media. But then again, that is an ex- uh, an expectation we would have had for from a mature, rational person, not someone who pours water on fans and dances on the memorial of tragically lost people yeah. for TikTok clout. Yeah, oh, wow. good, good. That guy's a toolbox. Oh, absolutely. Wow. That's Plus how it's handled. Oh, wow. <laughs> Roberto, See, what's your problem, Roberto? You don't like Jackson Mahomes? No, no. The guy's a tool bag. Oh, wow. <laughs> sort of teach these kids a lesson, man. Yeah, exactly. Have some respect. Hmm. I, I just, Be mature. Go talk to the rest. Go talk to the manager. God. I, I, I don't. It's uh, it's the whole TikTok thing. Like, like he's a star for two reasons. One, because his brother is Patrick Mahomes. And no, two, you can stop there. You just stop okay, there. Yeah, just yeah, stop, there. stop there. <laughs> so I, I don't there. care what he does on social media. He's not going to have the following he has if he's not Patrick Mahomes' brother. So. What a knob, man. Absolute knob. Just disgusting. Jeez. Anybody else want to rip him? We got any more uh, we want to pile on? Give me that! Yeah. Give me that! Yeah! 
How about you, Pac-Man? How about you, Tool Man? Uh, right, I'm Lee. Patrick Mahomes' brother, man. <laughs> Y'all can't treat me like that, man. This is me, too. I'm a homegirl, Patty. This is me, too. <laughs> what, are we, what else, Lee? You guys, the Super Bowl in 2024 is going to be held in Las Vegas after Tuesday's league vote. It yeah. was originally supposed to be in New Orleans, but they, uh, they had to pass that year because of scheduling conflicts with Mardi Gras. Interesting. I, I mean, come on. Hey, man. L.A., Arizona, Las Vegas? Oof. 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 I love this, man. It's a great lineup of Super Bowls. And then New Orleans should take over the year after. Yeah, I can't stand New Orleans. I, I so. mean, who's... Oh, jeez. Listen, oh. I'm okay with I mean, Bourbon Street. Good. I mean, I make sure I wear some, like, Bourbon Street uh, shoes those, and get those up. Those damn but. curbs are so high. It should be a lawsuit <laughs> waiting. I had a buddy who dislocated his yeah, shoulder. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you told us back the story before. Things. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right, though. Those curbs are pretty high, but you know what? Yeah, you, know. you guys never walked in TJ before, I guess. Yeah, yeah. you don't know what it's like, man. I I have walked, have I've walked there? in yeah. Mexico <laughs> oh, City. Exactly. Yeah, what do you mean? They exactly. even have curbs there? Hey, Roberto, come on. Like, what? I, that's not grounds for I've the drop? I've never been there. That's not grounds for the drop. I, I can't ask Rinkin. about the infrastructure yeah. of the city. Yes. Oh, it's messed up. Yeah. Yeah. That is messed he said, up. He said they don't even have curbs yeah. in TJ. Get a, get a no, I asked the, if they have curbs there. <laughs> ah. Yeah, you got to attack the founding fathers. I'm of Patrick the, uh... Mahomes' his brother, man. <laughs> That's just unbelievable. <laughs> um, yeah, lost, uh, we should do, if we are still on the air and we didn't get fired by uh, by somebody by related Josh to Lambeau. Josh Lambeau. Yeah. Yeah, uh, or another kicker out there. I mean, it's we possible. Should, like, we should bet on who in the media is going to get popped in Vegas that year for getting like a prostitute or something. Oh, I mean, come won't on, be let's me. be honest. Won't be me. <laughs> Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.